I thought Charlotte was in the bathroom, so I unlocked it with my thumbnail. <laughs> and I opened it a little bit. And she was just like, hey! <laughs> I didn't see anything, just her face, but still, it's oh so awkward. <laughs> Carter, Carter saw a wonderful moment of seeing my wife on the toilet. What a, what a great day. What a great Jay day. Welcome. I don't even know what it was. What, was what in the world? If you just made up a song, then it's no. Not. <laughs> Is it the Jason Voorhees? Oh, uh, that's what you're saying. Oh, <laughs> I bet you. You shouldn't have clarified because nobody would have been able to no, tell. I but now we're gonna did. get copyrighted. <laughs> no, we're not gonna get copyrighted. You know what, you guys? Shit. I think we should just do an episode and just. I, I'm kind of sick of the jokes. We should probably say. Let's just do a serious episode. <laughs> what do you think? I don't know if we know how to do that. <laughs> I was gonna say we'll probably turn the microphone <laughs> off for that. No more jokes. I'm just saying. The whole episode is just silence. (laughs) Or we're just like talking, just like saying things. Like, we're reading Reddit questions, but nothing's funny. It's just like, it's you guys' favorite movie. Uh, But you just laughed. I didn't hear. I I really like Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. I've I've heard of that. What's yours? Serious, Jerry. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. What the the fuck did you do to the book? I didn't do anything. Dude. Oh, it just came like that. It did, actually. The viewers don't understand what you're talking about. <sighs> oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> hey, welcome, welcome to the Halloween special, what guys. What the frick is up, everybody? Hello, hello, and welcome. Let's go. If Spooky Halloween. If you're listening to this on Halloween, <clears throat> happy Sunday, mm-hmm. and happy Halloween. Day. They might be listening to it on a subsequent Halloween, later in the lifetime. Ooh. That reminds me of the message I got on Xbox. Okay. Do you How remember? Does, yes, but oh, the, the one, one that, that you, you showed me. Yeah. What was the What was the website? <laughs> it was a message that you got from. I like, remember what the website was. I remember it too. But I'm not gonna say it because it I has will. a curse in it. Okay. <laughs> um. No, it was like a. When did you get the message? Was it like a recent message yeah, that you fucking, received? It was fucking. It was as we were talking. Oh, okay. He gets this message from, like, a cam girl or something, and she's like. Check out my page on fuckyourp.com. <laughs> so then I went to fuckyourp.com and it did like three different reroutes. Yeah. And then it like changed the website like three different times and then ended up and in a page. It was so that funny because like it was laggy for out. Jared. And then as soon as the video caught up, like there's a picture of some bitch with some tits. Some and he's like, whoa! And your phone has a virus now, so. Probably. I'm sure. Um, yeah, that was pretty funny though. It was just <clears throat> out of the blue. Jay was like, "Look at this message I just got." So was it was just it somebody now. that you had previously played with? No, it's just, it just some yeah. random person. Interesting. So they're not reaching so out I reported on just it. phones anymore. It's you now gone to Xbox. You didn't play Apex with them. <laughs> like, damn, she was good. <laughs> you would have responded. You would have subscribed such, to her page. She was such a good team member. Maybe I should it's go. Like, check I gotta her join out. her OnlyFans, dude. She she's I, the best I, lifeline I've ever seen. I run with her. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it, it was it was pretty good. It was pretty funny. Yeah. So, any Halloween traditions you guys love? You talking to the people who are not here? I was talking to you guys. Oh! I genuinely <laughs> thought you were talking to the audience, and we would just like sit here and wait for them to talk, and then we could be like, wow. We've done that Wait, before. Done that before. I, we're, I was re listening to one of the episodes, 
<laughs> here and and we we did this little bit where we're like we talked and it's like okay, how are you guys really and, that big and then jared <laughs> really that big and we were laughing because what would they have to fucking say to, i, I can't think of that. anything to have i can't think of really anything. really that to have big. that work i totally forgot because the that. question is literally how are you <laughs> that applies to nothing it could be like, um i'm good but i just got fucked by a 12 inch Dick. Really? really? That big? <laughs> I think we said something very funny. I think it's probably similar. along the lines. <laughs> Anyways, there's a little throwback. I don't know this. if I have any Halloween uh, traditions. We don't really do. Uh, we don't have a tradition we do for Halloween. We like to get together on We Halloween. do a lot of Christmas traditions with family. We do a lot of Christmas mm-hmm. traditions. Um, but Halloween is just a friend's usually scary movie, sometimes haunted house. Last year we didn't do anything because COVID. The year before. I'm pretty sure on Halloween we were at Nightmare on 13th. Yeah, I think so. It was either on Halloween or on the 30th. Um, so we usually do a haunted house. We haven't done any haunted houses this year, which is kind of a bummer. We usually do. Um, then there was that one year when we did Escape on 13th and then just immediately walked across oh, yeah. the street into Nightmare on 13th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my first year. That was actually the first year I started hanging out with you Was guys. it? That's yeah. the year that I got scared so bad I fell on my ass in yeah. the haunted house. That was the Are first you, you're year. You're the only one that saw it happen, uh-huh. too. The only one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is one of my favorite stories. So just a little bit of backstory for everyone who wasn't there. We were at Nightmare on 13th and we were just walking through this room and there was some sort of optical illusion where there was like a beam in the hallway and it looked like it was really small, but the way that they did the optical illusion, um, like the, the worker that was in the room, like stepped out and scared me so bad that I lost my footing and I took like three steps backwards and then just hit the ground so hard. It was like one of those Kelskers that were like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, and Jared, I know exactly (laughs) the one you're talking about too. Jared is the only one who saw it and it was genuinely one of the funniest moments. And it's like, it was not in a well-lit room. It was very dark. And like, so my vision was like already, I was just so disoriented uh-huh. that just getting startled by them, I just fell on my ass. Plus it was you're great. clumsy as shit. I'm not. <laughs> you really, you are one of the most clumsiest people oh, I've ever met. Oh, do you want to wait what? until you're done to- talking to do that? You are one of the most that clumsiest really people I've ever met. No, I'm not. I, uh, and it's not I don't know if thing. I've ever seen you fall over besides <laughs> that. This oh, one, one time I, constantly... I pushed her down. He did push me down one time. The stairs. No, um, it wasn't even. No. So we were we were walking in from uh, Zupa's, right? Mm-hmm. And walking into your house from for, into our apartment, our apartment and it was Zupa's. me, Jay, and, and Juan. Like I like I bumped her like with my hip. It, because, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I bumped you. You were standing on the edge of the curb, and I like hip checked you, and you like stumbled down onto the actual street, and you were like, "What if I did that to you?" And you lost your footing. And then you hit me the same way. You like hip checked me and I tripped and fell and Onto spilled my drink everywhere. And she spilled and had her a favorite huge drink. bruise on my ass. And as soon as I did, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I'm going to get arrested for domestic violence, aren't I? <laughs> it's like, well, I'm sure he's like, I saw everything officer. I... <laughs> he pushed her down. Here's the thing I will admit to everyone except for Jay that I am clumsy because I am. Um, except for Jay. Yeah. Constantly. Like I'll be like walking out to the car and I step on like the driveway weird. And then I just like roll my ankle into the grass and <laughs> it happens like once a week. And <laughs> that's far too often for that. To happen. I, I know. I roll my ankle sometimes, but that's quite a oh, lot. Oh no, it's constant. I'll just like trip over nothing and it just happens all the time. Yeah. What were we talking about? Oh, Halloween traditions. So yeah. Did you, did you finish, you finished telling your story, right? With your. 
So, I mean, Halloween sometimes will carve pumpkins. Sometimes. Years. Years, yeah. Yeah. Kel doesn't like the texture on her hands. I don't mind carving it. I don't like doing the actual gutting of the pumpkin, but the carving is fun. Um, I think next year we'll probably just paint pumpkins. Yeah, I like they, that. Because they last a lot It's longer. also becoming Mikey a bigger that, thing, I think, yeah. Yeah. is to like paint pumpkins. Yeah. And that's becoming much more popular, I think. Carving yeah. is still super fun. Like, I remember the year that I did Jack Skellington and you did a car. Yeah, I, I, remember. Did, I did the fit. So um, far, my favorite pumpkin carving I've seen of this year was on Instagram. Somebody carved <clears throat> uh, Luigi from Luigi's Mansion on the front of the pumpkin. And then on the back did like the negative space of what looked like a boo mm. and so it like the so, light inside the pumpkin like projected the boo onto the wall behind it so it looked like it was like coming yeah. towards did it. you like so it, it or so save it cool. i want to so see how, that. how it looked so you know how they do like the i think it's called like pumpkin sculpting or whatever it's where they don't actually cut all the way through yeah because so then they it, just cut yeah, out yeah. a layer to make it translucent yeah and so that's where the luigi was the candles on the gotcha. inside, and then they did a reverse image on the backside where they actually carved out. Oh, that's so, so that cool. way the light projected on the wall as boo. And yeah. it, and Luigi's like looking over his shoulder. That's yeah. really cool. I want to oh, see that. I'm gonna so see if I can cool. find it right now. That's awesome. I don't know if I'll be able to, but if I can. So do you think? So tr- trunk or treaters or trunk like trunk or treat in general seems to be the more popular thing nowadays. Than trunk or treating. No, what a trunk or treat is. Yeah, what's the difference? Well, trunk or treat is they like they'll do it at the mall or churches will do it. Right. Where you decorate the back of your car. Yeah. And the kids walk instead of walking house to house, they just you know they just walk from one. Car but to then the you next just car. hand out candy the same way. Yeah. Sure. Oh. And so, cause I I don't know about you guys, but like when we were younger, dude, we were out to like. 10, 11 at night, just mm-hmm. running the streets. And, and then Jared and, and I, I very specifically remember, we'd sit on the ground and make sure that we had designated our own spaces. Yeah. And we would like sort our candy. And we'd yeah. put like all the Twix in one pile and all the Reese's Dude, in the other pile and then we'd trade. A pillowcase full. Oh, yeah. We took pillowcases out for sure. Like, yeah. but, but nowadays it doesn't seem like kids are out that late. And it really only seems like it's like the early hours where there's still light out. That kids start trick or treating, and um, it seems it like a younger age. It might also only seem like that because we live on the end of a street where kids don't usually come down. That's true too. Like, and the street that we live on is not very well lit. What, what about you? You were home last year. Uh no! What the fuck? This I was is so in cool. Provo. Oh right, yeah. I was already in Provo by then. Um, I moved in August, oh, so I was have just. You almost, have you almost? Have you been away from home for a year? Over a year. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll upload the picture what the of the heck did i do last year were we recording the podcast or something not on halloween because we released something on halloween i know jay and i just <clears throat> um well i think we remember that did I, we really not do anything no 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 i remember we were going to do something and then i thought i might have covid that's right so i do remember we that. didn't do anything yeah because i had to get tested that weekend <clears throat> yeah oh um, yeah i didn't have covid i just had we had a plan sick. though yeah we we were gonna hang out but then it was like, hey, I might have COVID and I have to get tested. So then we didn't. Yeah. No, I remember that. <coughs> so we but didn't that, do anything. That testing fucked us over like two or three times mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah. Speaking of, actually, um, I'm getting my booster shot on Tuesday. Oh, sick. So I'm really excited for that. I'm worried because... You're just still on the Johnson & Johnson, right? They actually... You can mix and match them now, apparently. But that's all you've had so far. Is what Correct. I mean. So I've only had one shot so far, and I'm getting the booster of the Pfizer. 
But I'm a little concerned <clears> because <throat> I only got the one shot because Johnson and Johnson was just one. Yeah. And so, and I know the second one usually is the one that made people get like sick. Yeah. So I'm worried that I'm going to get like really sick and have to take the day off work, which I can't do. Oh. But it's also possible that it could not even, you know, do anything. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I'm really excited with... that I'm able to though, because I've been a little uneasy with just having the Johnson and Johnson one anyway, because it's just been. not as high of an efficiency as Moderna and Pfizer were, because those ones were like 90, in the 90s, mm -hmm. and Johnson and Johnson was in like the 60s. Yeah. So who, Which one did you get? Pfizer. I got, I got Moderna. Yeah. That's so interesting. We all got different ones. Yeah, that is actually so, interesting. And I didn't, I didn't choose. That's just the <clears> one that they gave me when I went. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to get the booster, because then I think I'll just feel a little bit more protected. Yeah, right. You know. So, I had a question. Do you guys know why people hate on iPhones so much? I don't associate with those people. <laughs> okay, because we all know people in our life who absolutely hate and despise anything Apple. Yes. But but it, it seems like people who, like, hate iPhones will still, like, have a MacBook mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah, it actually does seem like that. Why? <laughs> and they'll openly admit that MacBooks are better. So, then it's like... I just don't get why, where's the hate on iPhones? Because, like, my, my friend, she's never had one, mm -hmm. and she's really interested, and in, she's going to be getting, like, a 12. And so, she's like, she's like, well, why do people hate them so much? I'm like, I don't know. The only hate that I ever hear is that they're too expensive. I've never heard hate about the operating system or about the I've, functionality yeah. well, of heard, the phone itself. I've heard so many things where people are like, oh, well, I, you know... On this, it's like it's like a it's like a computer, and you can change this, and you can change like that's how you the scroll. customization is the only other like, thing. Yeah, I've heard. but do you really need that kind of shit? That's the only other thing, and besides the expensive, is the I can do so much more with my Android, and it's like, but why? I don't even know if that's true anymore. No, yeah, because they've come I've so far. I've changed my entire. You and I right. have both changed our so entire. So I I don't app feel like that's really a, a valid argument anymore because it's not true anymore um and the only argument that i still hear is that there is the money argument and it doesn't hold up because if somebody can afford it then but it's seriously <laughs> let them buy it and on top of that i mean we're talking about 20 like the cheapest one i think is like 16 or 20 dollars a month you so want to know just... what that reminded me of back in like high school when it when ipods like the ipod touches were more popular when everyone would jailbreak them so yeah. that like do you remember? Oh, that I remember was a that. Absolutely. Thing. I, like, did I, you guys jailbreak? I stuff? didn't. I, I did. didn't. You did? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, you use the uh, you use the program. <clears throat> it's called like Purple Rain. Yeah, I remember and, that. And on on your phone, you're like, hey, "Are you sure you want to?" And you'd click the button and say, "Make it rain," and like the rain would come down and it would jailbreak your phone. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, I never did it because I was just too much of a wuss, I guess. But like, because I remember, I wouldn't do it would on do an it. iPhone, but uh, I. I bought touch. Well, people would do yeah. it and they'd be like, look at like my apps all spin together when I flip the page. And yeah. I was like, okay. Or you could make it look like an Android. Yeah. Was, so I, I was like, oh, yeah. okay, but I, that's just not a thing anymore. So the problem yeah. is, is that like, it was cool, but like it totally made the software not work that, well. That's also why I didn't do it. Cause I didn't want to ruin my iPhone. Um, but it, uh, the great thing that I did is like, I was able to revert it back to factory reset. Really? Oh, really? Cause you could always do that at any time. Sure. Yeah. Um, Interesting. But yeah. What kinds of jailbreak stuff did you have? Like what was your You could just get for? fucking free apps. Yeah. I mean, I had instead of like cuz so back when back when the iPods <clears throat> iPods were out, it was just a swipe to unlock. So I was able to do like the Android design 
I was able to do the... Oh, where you could, like, draw it? The Android design, where you could, like, draw whatever to unlock it. Right. How do you remember the swipe to unlock? (laughs) Jeez, yeah. That's that's weird. Gosh, that must have been, like, what, iOS 8? (laughs) Before that, I think. Crazy. Do you remember when they made everything, like, bubbly? I think that was iOS 8. That was iOS 7. Okay. iOS 7 was the biggest update to iOS. Yeah. Like, yes. And people were like, hey, you could do this. And it were like, I remember. <gasps> because I remember I had we multiple friends. We were in high friends. school. I know. I had multiple yeah. friends who were trying to do it to their iPods during school. Like, I very specifically yes. remember. And they, they <clears> put it <throat> because it was iOS 7. It was old. And the Wi-Fi at school obviously sucks ass. Yeah. So I, it was a huge thing. I very specifically remember It that. was a big deal. It was the biggest change that I... I mean, they say this every year, but it was the biggest change to iPhone since that iPhone. One. Oh, oh, yeah. That one was legitimately... <laughs> I love it. Like, that one is... It's, it's the biggest thing since iPhone. <laughs> they say that to every new one. But... And they're on the fucking... Like, yeah, have you seen the cinematic mode? It adds fake bokeh. It, it, it does a good job. But, it, yeah. <laughs> that they're like it's the greatest thing since the camera. <laughs> yeah. So one of my favorite YouTubers, anytime, anytime something because he he's he's a tech head. He specifically talks about videography, photography, cameras. Shout him like out. That. It's Jared Polin or Frono's photos. Round of applause. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, he always talks about. So how he says it, he goes, he goes. Now, is it the coolest thing since sliced bread? <laughs> and then if it is he's like he's like it's yes. it's almost as cool as sliced bread <laughs> but i love it that like he's talking about this new tech and he's it's he's essentially essentially saying like do you really need this upgrade it's a little bit of quality life but he's like you know is it the newest thing since sliced bread <laughs> but is it the newest thing since sliced bread it's so, something like that <laughs> yeah there's a lot of newer things than sliced bread <clears throat> no, that's the newest thing that's ever existed. And they just keep re-releasing it. <laughs> in it's theaters. even thinner this time. It's always in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. Like, sliced bread. <clears throat> that had to be a thing someday. Well, and you just... I just think about it, and I'm like, well, yeah, bread is sliced. But you just have to think, like, back when that was not Well, back thing, in the day, they would just tear it from the loaf. Do you think people, or like... Or when they had to Or they had knives... <laughs> Back when they had swords and dragons, they didn't cut bread, Jerry. No, but, I just think, like, just thinking back that to that, though, like, can you imagine living in that time where it's, like, all of a sudden, it's maybe not a huge thing, but to be able to buy bread in a bag that's already sliced, it's pretty convenient. Uh-huh. Do you think people waited outside for the midnight release at the grocery stores? <laughs> I don't think they had a, a midnight release I of think they might have. <laughs> It's like the Wonder Bread, and it's like coming soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like... Everybody's like got it in their calendars. They're like looking forward to it. It's like October sixteenth, sliced bread. You're not gonna believe this. <laughs> Everybody's oh, like funny. pitching tents outside the grocery stores. I can see it. God, I don't know if you guys are gonna have an example of this, but I'm curious. I'm on Ask Reddit right now. What's a paranormal? I'm kind of going for Halloween questions. This okay. is the Halloween special, as it were. <laughs> What's a paranormal experience you had that you later realized had a perfectly normal explanation? <clears throat> I don't know if I have one. When Do I read one? it, when I read it, it 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 seemed like there was something, but I haven't thought of it yet. Did you? I'm still trying to think. Yeah. About it. Is it like a personal experience? Yeah. That you realized later. Had pa- like, something like, like maybe as a kid, you're like, oh my gosh. 
it's a like ghost, in Ghost Adventures like... when they do debunked and they like put the stamp yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I guess as a kid, like, um, I don't know. Creeks Creeks are Creeks are in the house or something like that. The house is like moving. That it's just like it really is just like the house moving. Do you have like a specific instance though that you remember? No, no. Honestly, I honestly don't know if I I have any. The thing is, I when I think paranormal experience, I've only had like a very very small few. Um, everything else, I think I just always knew that there was an explanation for. So I don't think I really have anything. But of course, we'll probably finish recording and then I'll remember something. Yeah. Have you had any paranormal experiences? We've talked about some before. Just but... at the Haunted Mansion in Vegas. Oh, okay. The specific one when you walked in and your phone went dead. Yeah. And then... See, I, that, it never happens. That I know, that's never, what i The screen doesn't just go black and the buttons don't work. It just doesn't happen, and but then, it did. And um, seeing something on the TV from the basement. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, I haven't really. Um, I can't wait to fucking go back there, though. I, I love that place. I'm going to read one of the responses to that question from okay. Reddit. <clears throat> this is kind of straight hot off the presses. I haven't read this. When I was a freshman in college, I was told that there was a female ghost that would ride the service elevator in backstage area of the theater. As stories go, she was a student who had died there or committed suicide or something. The front of the stage slash auditorium were newly built, but were attached to an older building with narrow hallways and leftover architecture like the old service elevator, which had a double-paned window in it. Well, I was given access to the theater while working on an art project. My project partner left early, so I was alone back there at night. I remembered the story of the girl, and it kept gnawing at the back of my mind. I intentionally kept from looking in the elevator. As I was leaving, I had a moment of self-awareness where I remembered I did not believe in ghosts. So as I passed the elevator, I looked in to dispel my doubts. When I looked in, there was a semi-translucent face looking back at me. I I about lost it. I did a double take and moved closer. I then realized the face moved with me, and by some trick of lighting, the second pane of glass was reflecting my own face and nothing more. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that must have been horrifying. Oh, though. I can't imagine. That would have been so scary. By yourself, that must Oof. have been so would, I, scary. I think that would have scared. Yeah, because Ooh, it's like that makes my skin It's like one of those crawl. creepy things where you like you're like nothing's there, nothing's there, and you look and nothing's there. And then there. something's there. But yeah. in this case, it'd be like son of a bitch. <laughs> Ooh, that is. Creepy. You're like positive. There's gonna be nothing there, but yeah. you look because you're like, well, I gotta look. Yeah, well, you have to. <laughs> okay, so we, Jay and I went to Target and got this game. And it's the Cyanide and Happiness game. We have one of the other ones. I don't remember what it's called. Is it What Do You Meme? Or is that yeah, a different one? Mean, yeah. <clears throat> no, no, no. It was a... Uh... Joking that's... Hazard. Joking oh, hazard. yeah. Joking yeah. Hazard. Um, so this one's the Trial by Trolley, which is basically just the Trolley Dilemma, which very, very quick like recap. If you don't know, the Trolley Dilemma is basically you're the conductor of a train and you're coming up to a fork and there's two different forks. So actually the conductor of the train doesn't control which fork the train takes. That's just somebody who pulls the lever on the outside of the train. The conductor doesn't really have any Do you want to explain that, what but... the Oh no, no, you go ahead. Is. I just wanted to you go. <laughs> Basically, it's a just a situation where you would want to choose which fork you take and they're both bad options basically so it could be like killing three kids or killing the greatest scientist in the world and you just have to like peg three kids (laughs) so we're gonna do a couple um i'm gonna be picking from supposedly what they call the good cards as well as the bad cards so some are gonna be 
and just like two good things that you have to pick from and some are going to be two bad things. Okay. So we'll do a bad things one first. Mm -hmm. Would you rather kill two violent bank robbers or an angry mob about to burn an innocent woman as a witch? And they both have pictures along with them. How big is the mob? Three, four, four people. Four people. <laughs> Violent bank robbers or an angry... So the woman does not can... get killed? No, she's off to the side. I don't know if you can call that a mob. It's like an angry four people. Angry little group. <laughs> um, heck, that one's interesting. So the woman doesn't die, but they're about to kill her. I'd go with the mob because the bank robbers aren't going to kill anybody. But they're violent bank robbers. Oh, it says they're violent. Frick! They really Ooh. thought about everything here, didn't they? Um, <laughs> for this exact scenario. For this one. This, I don't yeah. know how this you probably the greatest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Um, Shit. Uh, I'm still going to go, because they're going to kill her. Like, they're violent bank robbers, but it doesn't necessarily, doesn't necessarily mean they are gonna going to kill someone. I'm, I'm going to kill the bank robbers. I'm going to go with the mob. Hopefully, the police catch the mob for killing the lady. Why can't the police catch the bank robbers? Clearly, <laughs> clearly, they're on the train tracks. They're nowhere near a town Dude, right we now. Should, we should switch off and each read some so you can answer some too, Kel. Um, I Unless want to be the host to. of All this. Alright, that's, that's cool. Alright. Yeah, see, these are just stupid ones. Why didn't you look through them before? Listeners, for context, we actually told her Oof. not to. Okay, this one's hard. We told her to read them hot off the presses. There's a giant lizard on its way to attack a major city. Okay. Or a small child who will one day accidentally murder your best friend. <laughs> the, oh, God. The, okay. the lizard. No, the kid. Yes. The train's not going to kill the lizard. I think the idea is the train is going to kill either of them. Okay. I think that's the game. I don't... <laughs> It's the, but the kid's it's not inherently kill. evil. He probably doesn't gonna, know. And exactly. It's an accident, and so it could be like it's a... gonna kill an entire city. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be selfish. It's gonna. Are you serious? What if your best friend's in the city? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. You, you convince me. We're killing. We're killing Zilla. Zilla. Um, right. How bad do we want to get on this episode? It's fine. We're already rated R. It doesn't matter. A guy in a creepy van trying to lure children with ice cream. That one. Or <laughs> nope, a KKK one. recruitment center. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't. I don't want to answer that one. I don't want to answer that. Oh, I'm killing. I don't want to. I don't want to pick which one of those I want to live. <laughs> I'm, kill, I'm killing the, recu the recru recruitment center. Those are worse people than the pervert. <laughs> it is. <laughs> How do you quantify that? <laughs> he's still a pervert. It didn't say he's going to kill them. Yeah, he might. Like He might. We don't no, know. Well, look might, how like... nice they look at the KKK recruitment. They do have center. cookies. They do have cookies. Okay. That's also a total I don't, joke. I, I'm not answering. That's okay. <laughs> but I do not want to pick which one of those lives. <laughs> Kim Jong-un <laughs> or Jong -un. all records of your financial debt. Ooh. Kim Jong-un, I don't have financial debt. Okay. Oh, dude, the fuck the debt. The debt. Yeah, yeah, right? Obviously destroy the debt. 
I love that it's like a pickup truck with like a supercomputer in the back. Where is it transporting? I know, and it can't just be a fucking like a MacBook. It's got to be like some spaceship launching supercomputer. Yeah. Why is it on the train tracks? It was literally on a truck. Oh my god, these are crazy. Okay, an evil witch that steals and eats children. Okay. Or a ruthless. Can I see that picture? What in the world? <laughs> I have no idea what it is. Are Rope? they like floating? Oh no, they're off to the side. Yeah, they're off to the to side. To signify that the train is not going to hit them. Uh, Correct. So an evil witch that steals and eats children, or a ruthless and deadly hitman. A ruthless and deadly hitman, or. Okay, I'm going with the witch. The kids are completely innocent. It's because those of the kids. people they they might be innocent, or they might they might have done fraud or something. Killing them is the only way to de- deal with fraud. I uh, I'm not one I'm, putting the hit on him. I'm saving the kids too. Yeah, yeah. that that one that one's pretty straightforward. Old, old bitch <laughs> had her had her time yeah. time for her to go. Yeah. Okay, this one's really good. Your racist uncle, <laughs> or a raccoon with rabies heading toward a playground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I don't God. have a racist uncle that I can think of. So yeah, I, I don't. I don't vibe with that one on a personal level. I've also never seen a rabbit raccoon heading towards the playground either. So. You I'm haven't. Go- you I'm, haven't come I'm across gonna, that. I'm killing the if racist. You killing the racist? Yeah. He's, he's family, but he's racist. Weren't we just talking about saving kids though? This raccoon could potentially murder all these children. Okay, this one's good because the next one that Wait, I have hold on, is. Hold on, hold on. Jared didn't answer. pick. Oh, you didn't answer? I didn't you answer. Did. You pussyfooted yeah. around the question. I did because if <laughs> we're going would you back answer, to the, this one or the KKK, this or? one I would rather answer. If we're going back to the saving the children thing, then I'm going to save the kids. If the kids' lives are in danger, I'm going to save the kids. Okay. Screw racism, but if the kids are going to die, then I'm going to save them. Right. That's okay. That's fair. Okay, this one has two animals involved. A tiger with a taste for human flesh, or a mean poop-throwing monkey. I freaking love monkey. I will never kill monkey. Okay, I'm doing the tiger, right? Yep. I will never kill monkey. The tiger's killed before. The monkey, the monkey oh. just throws shit. The yeah, the monkey just throws poop. Yeah, that one's that one's that one's not good. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, sorry, man. That's okay. We'll do one more from the evil, and then I'll pick some supposedly good ones okay so all these are evil so they, far. they just have they i haven't read the instructions yeah, yeah, yeah. all right the yeah, ring... any, anyone that gets this game to actually play the game <laughs> what are you doing okay the ringleader of an evil circus okay. or the person who invented pop-up ads oh my god <laughs> what does the evil circus do i'm killing the circus leader dude. he's probably rude to the fucking animals yep Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't mind seeing little little titty pop up every once in a while. A little titty pop up? I don't know. Depends on where you're watching shit. You on Pirate Bay? Yeah, what is Pirate Bay? You guys don't know Pirate Bay? No. Pirate Bay is the legit website where you go to pirate movies and shit. Is that really what it's called? (laughs) Yeah, but the problem is, is like you go there, like on the on the ads and shit. There's like pornos. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I'd I've probably, never I'd pirated a movie. I've never pirated a movie. I may, you just went for the ads. I may have looked for games or learned how to, but I never did. These ones are hard. You were just wanting to look and see what the ads were. 
I swear, Mom, that just popped up on my screen and I got scared and <laughs> I jumped up and my pants fell down. I love that video. So my pants started slipping and I was trying to pull them off. Let me see if I can find the audio. <laughs> All do right. it, do it. See if you can find the audio. This from one's that. a hard Hold one. On. Hold on, I want to. I want to listen to this first because it's. <laughs> Am I better at looking at it on YouTube? Ah, uh, yeah. Here, I can find it. Let's see. Hold on, I'm gonna preface this. A mom walks in and catches her son cranking it cranking it at, on a porno that's all the preface you need there you go. i was searching around the mom mom i was searching around the internet and all of a sudden i i was downloading this thing and i got a computer virus i want to see it show me what you were downloading i randomly i already deleted the virus. Was, I was, was scared was, that was, I had the virus. It's so funny because like you can see him really going along with the lie and he like yeah. he gets caught up so fucking fast. Like he <laughs> he contradicts himself so fucking bad. He does. Because his mind's going a million miles per hour. Oh yeah. Because one second he was oh, rock yeah. solid and the next mob was bursting <laughs> through that door. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, we'll do a couple more. <clears throat> Young George Washington. He's got like a cherry tree. Yeah. Um, the entire population of New Zealand. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. Like currently, the current population <laughs> of New Zealand will say yes. Um, we'll say yes. <sighs> Washington did a shit ton. That's why I'm saying. But somebody else could have easily fulfilled his role that he played. No. <laughs> We don't know because it, he was there. If he wasn't there, somebody else would have been <laughs> the either, Washington. It's either possibly changing the course of history forever or wiping out an entire country. Oh, my God. I'd go with Washington because somebody else, I think, could very easily play Washington's role if Washington was not there. Or a very similar one. Right. Okay. I'd go with that. Okay. It's better than wiping out an entire population of human beings. Mm-hmm. All right. Except for that you could be wiping out generations of human beings with the Washington one. Potentially. True. Literally hundreds of years of people. That's true. <laughs> it's true. All right. The girl who will grow up to become the first female president of the United States. Oh, my gosh. Or your favorite sibling. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. I, I, I... So I'm probably I probably won't even be alive by the time she's president of the United States. I probably won't even see it. Well, she won't either if you choose her. <laughs> oh, I got I got to choose her, dude. I'm being selfish. No, you being selfish would mean you're choosing your sibling. That's not being selfish. Oh, choosing sorry, sorry, sorry. Choosing them I I I was referring to like choosing oh. them to live. But, oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I would probably also be selfish. Gosh dang it. Don't be another one. <laughs> Don't be another one. There'll be another There's female. always another first. There's got to be a first. There okay. still does have to be a first. That is true. Everybody at this table. Us three. Us okay. three. Or Mr. Rogers. He's, he's gone. Roger. He's already dead. He is dead. You're right. Oh, I wonder if he was dead when this game came out. This game, Ooh. I think, is new, and he's been dead for a while. I yeah. Think. Um. Yeah. Sorry, Raj. Sorry, he was. Raj. He was old he anyway. He lived his life. He, he did. did. He did. He did. Oh, this one's Just, tough. Like it's not saying it's erasing everything that he did. Yeah, no, it's not. This one's tough so. because it's two child situ based yeah, situations. Frick. And the thing I love about this is we could play this game in the future and have similar cards come up, but pitted against other things. Yeah. So it makes it harder. Okay. A first grade science fair. Okay. Or the final match of a third grade chess tournament. A, a first grade science fair. Mm -hmm. Or the final match. So two people versus like. Two people. As in this picture. Referencing just the picture. Yeah, it's, it's just referencing the picture. I'm going with the science. I'm going with the science fair. You're going to kill the science kids? Uh, unfortunately. Like they're nerds. No, no. <laughs> talking about a chess final <laughs> on the other side so what do you think i don't think because they're nerds is the answer uh what does it come down to do we kill the older or the younger what, or is that did not it a, say the grades of the chess third and oh. first grade science that's probably the only thing you could go off of at that point then yeah so you'd probably kill the older ones oh my gosh all right next one Okay. A 60-year-old widow finally pursuing their lifelong dream to be an artist. And it says, time to pursue my dreams. Frick. <laughs> or, <laughs> your parents on the night they conceived you. Let's try the new waterbed tonight. <laughs> my parents. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be the parents. Sorry, man. Okay, I have three more, and then we'll be done. That would mean this podcast wouldn't exist, but hey, what are you gonna you do? You know. All right. Enough food to feed all the starving kids on Earth. Okay. Or the last avocado tree. Oh. What? That uh, one's not even a question. Are you serious? I just thought it was funny. I don't even eat avocados as is. Oh, I do. Okay. I, I would I would murk that avocado tree. All right. <laughs> would you really? What? It's would the, I really? It's the last avocado Jay, tree. Jay, it's, it's, it's world hunger. <laughs> But the avocados could solve world hunger. Okay. With the one you're tree. Right, you're right. You're okay. right. Disneyland or okay. all the fish in the sea? Are there people in Disneyland? Yes. Ah, oh, fuck. Heck. Oh, my God. Okay. No, it's got to be Disneyland. Disneyland. I think Disneyland. Unfortunately. Do you see how the picture of all people... the fish in the sea has the tracks going into the water and then coming back out nice. of the water? People would die without the ocean. I know. The ocean's still there, Jay. The fish would be dead. <laughs> people would die without it. Do we need the fish to be alive? Wait, are you saying you'd save Disneyland? No, no, no. I already oh, okay. said I would kill Disneyland, but yeah. do we need the fish in order to live as humans? Uh, I don't know. Oh, fuck. I just found another one. This one's hard. I wonder the answer to that question, but I don't know how I'd go about finding that. A boy and his dog. No oh, heck. Or Steve Irwin. Turns out he was just faking his death the whole time. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well. As someone who grew up loving Steve Irwin, that's hard. 
Because <laughs> I looked up to Steve Irwin as a kid. Look. <laughs> it's just some kid. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I, and a dog. And a dog, the dog but the dog it's just some dog. The dog would probably. The dog is on, in the yeah. picture, he's on the train tracks. We're going to say that he's he, stuck. He's okay. stuck and the kid's trying to free him. He's stuck with his with ass a ball? like that. Yeah. His balls are stuck in the tracks. You would you would choose to save Steve Irwin then? I I think. Gosh dang it. Okay, <laughs> I would say. It's just some kid and some dog. I don't know. Okay, I promise these are the last two. They're he, good. But it's. Ugh, okay. okay. Bob Ross or Keanu Reeves? Bob Ross. You would kill him? No, sorry. I'm thinking of who I'm going to save. I don't know why I'm doing that. Keanu Reeves. No, Ross. Really? I feel like Bob Ross has done way more than Keanu Reeves did. That's a good one. Bob Ross has brought so much. Yeah, but it doesn't, again, it doesn't Think erase. Think of the memes we'd be missing It doesn't erase what gone. he's done. Right. But he still. Who, who would I want to. Reeves still has. Who would, who would I want to do more? Who who do I think would accomplish more had they been given more life? Bob Ross or Keanu well, Reeves? Keanu I think Bob still Ross. Alive. Would, yes, but like in this How scenario, many more they're happy both still little alive. fucking trees. Do you need to? And his son is just as good, apparently. Oh man, uh, he's got he's got kind of a point. <laughs> Weirdly enough. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. Is there any other category besides good and bad? There's like some weird modifier cards, but I haven't looked into it. Oh, do wait, check it out. I want to see. Like, what does it do? So it like modifies it. So it's like a dog, but the dog has this. Is this something? Yeah, like that? it looks like it has like a. Try it. Try try it out. Uh, try like okay. one or two. Okay. I'm just curious. Betty White or Helen Keller. Keller. Betty White. Betty White? Oh, yeah. Wait. You save Betty White or kill, kill Betty, White? Betty White? No! Yeah. You'd kill Betty White? Helen Keller is an inspiration to <laughs> millions. Not Well, not you, because you're not a disabled little girl, Jay. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> all the people who, whose lives she's Imagine changed. a music deal reader. <laughs> okay, so I, what I think I have to do is pick the cards, and then we add modifiers to them. Okay. So let's do like two more. All right. So these are our two options. Abraham Lincoln back from the dead or a family of penguins on an epic adventure. But mm. Abraham Lincoln will one day save the world from climate change. Oh. And the penguins. <laughs> <laughs> this makes it very obvious. The penguins. <laughs> I can't even say it. Tortured a lot of people during the war. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna kill the penguins. So are there not like good versus bad of these? No, I didn't read the instructions. Okay, let's do another one. That actually makes it way funnier. The people are chained up to the penguin just pecks at him. Okay. Your home. Okay. Or a blind wait, man. Wait, wait, wait. Read it. Read, okay. read the home and then the modifier of the okay, home. Okay, your home. Steals money from children's hospitals to fund their underground hobo fight club. Mm. Okay. Okay. Or. <laughs> I'm 
so it's so bit. it's I'm gonna re I'm gonna reiterate. So it's your I home. Really did. I have to pee so bad now. <laughs> it's your home, but it steals money from children's hospitals to fund its underground hobo fight club. Okay. Or a blind man and his equally blind guide dog suffering from chronic depression. <laughs> Both of them? <laughs> Um, I, I would, I would kill the, my house. Really? He's, maybe, maybe the train puts him out of his suffering. That is horrifying, Jay. <laughs> maybe some people in his life who could help him out could help him out of his suffering. Really? No, he's Maybe walking, a friend could help him out of his He's walking on the tracks. Okay. He could feel the vibrations of the train coming. <laughs> a young fawn, recently or- orphaned. Okay, so Bambi. Who stole your identity <laughs> or <laughs> you teleported onto the track after making your decision and is the only caretaker of your aging parents. Okay. Clearly the fawn's dead. Yeah. Wait, that one's just cause that one's, that one's a bad modifier, but I think, I don't, I don't think you could add a modifier to that. That would make me pick the fawn. Honestly. <laughs> okay. Last one for real. And then we'll tell some stories. Last one. We'll have to play this somewhere or another. Yeah, I enjoy this. I actually enjoy this a lot. I think this is fun. The last two pandas... Okay. ...who are on their way to commit suicide... Oh! Oh, oh or, my gosh! Kill, <laughs> I can't! Or God, <laughs> who kicks every animal he sees... <laughs> I'm sorry, it's gotta be the pandas though, because either way they're gonna die. <laughs> so, so, so by saying that, you are you are saying that every single animal that God sees, which depending on what you believe, is every single animal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right. We should have been playing with the modifiers this whole time because those are funny. Oh my god, oh. that is funny. <laughs> Um, if you guys liked this, we will play some more of it at a yeah, different time because I good. really enjoyed myself. <laughs> that was really fun. Um, uh, and it's so it's so much better than their other game. Yeah. It is yeah. the the other the, one is just oh wait look there's a little there's a little I, that's what I'm saying there's like a whole oh, it's a so whole cute. game yeah look at that it's a whole ass game <laughs> uh so we have. To finish this episode off for you. Yes, to finish the episode off, we have uh, two scary stories because it is the Halloween special. You guys are so freaking lucky. Okay, I they're Both. spoiled. There's we spoil them. We do. They should thank us for this. Really, they will. They should pay us for this. They won't. <laughs> <laughs> so both of these stories are actually written by Brian Young. Okay. I talked to him on Instagram, or not Instagram, Twitter today. Oh, cool. And Sick. he said he's cool with us sharing his stories. And, Dude, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So here's the first no, one. Brian it's called... Brian, drop you a follow. Everybody else should do the same. <clears throat> this one's called, I Picked Up a Faceless Hitchhiker. Ew. Normally, I don't pick up hitchhikers. By rule, I don't think it's worth the risk when if someone truly needs a ride, they can call an Uber or Lyft and be off in 10 minutes. However, while on a quick snack run last month, I made the mistake of breaking my rule when I approached a young woman who was walking alone in the pouring rain. 
At first, I fully intended to drive by as I would have with any other person. She must have noticed me driving up because right as I came up to her, she spun around, nearly jumped in front of my car, and frantically waved her arms for me to stop. As I screeched to a halt, she ran up to the driver's side window and started on a tangent about how her phone died and how she was still six, six miles away from home. Her face was obstructed by a mask, oversized hat, and dark glasses, so I couldn't glean any semblance of sincerity from her facial expressions, but I could hear the desperation in her voice. Dumb of a decision as it was, I didn't feel right letting her walk home in the rain without a phone when she was clearly begging for help. This is on top of the fact that I didn't exactly have anywhere else to be at 1am. I opened the door and almost as soon as she entered the car, she asked me to go straight. As I drove, I tried to make conversation with the stranger, but I never could get an actual response. The only reply I'd received was, I'd like to go home, please help me get home. Eventually I just gave up entirely. After around 10 minutes of driving straight, I asked if I was supposed to be turning anywhere, but she was met with silence. I turned towards the woman for a brief moment to repeat my question, but instead slammed on the brakes when I laid eyes on her. All the items covering her face had been removed to reveal a completely smooth surface. The only hint at some approximation of a face was the slight rise and fall of veiny skin where her mouth would have been, almost as if she was imitating breathing. Instinct Instinctually, I put the car into park and moved to run out, but before I could even touch the handle, a large hand clamped around my arm and held me in place. I was close to having a full-blown panic attack, but she raised a gnarled finger to non-existent lips and made a quiet shh sound. When she spoke, her voice had taken on a much more gravelly tone, and the pressure of her vice grip forced me to take every word with the utmost respect. You, you will not leave, she stated. You must drive. You no longer have a choice. When she released her grip, I didn't say a word. I didn't even want to comment on the apparent bruising on my arm for fear she'd do much worse if I complained. I simply exhaled, put the car into drive, and kept going. We must have driven for another half hour. She occasionally tell me to take a turn here or there. Still, after about 15 minutes, I knew we were headed towards the more rural parts of the county, an area where people were known to go missing. With every glance in her direction, I could see her with every glance in her direction, I could see her featureless face was trained on me. It was as if she was observing me, not entirely sure of whether or not she could trust I'd taken I'd take her wherever she wanted to go. And as soon as that trust was broken, it would very quickly be over for me. Eventually, she instructed me to pull up to a long, rundown house just off the driveway. The that was bad. Eventually, she instructed me to pull up to a long, rundown house just off the highway. The windows were boarded up, and I could see the piles of trash strewn about the exterior. When we stopped in front of it, she told me to get out. An unconscious shake of my head prompted her to slam her giant fist on the dashboard, cracking the plastic. Without argument, I walked out into the cold. She followed behind and pointed to the house. In silence, we walked into the decaying building and were immediately met with a groan. I shined my phone's flashlight forward and saw what appeared to be a homeless man writhing around on the ground in pain. He was foaming at the mouth and his eyes were bloodshot. I gasped and took a step back onto some glass, which alerted him to our presence. He turned to me and begged for help. He begged for me to call an ambulance or at least take a message for his kids. He began rambling about how he'd made a colossal mistake, and unfortunately, he never got to finish what he was saying. The woman pounced. In the blink of an eye, she was on top of him. Her hand contorted into a claw that wrapped entirely around his face. Thirteen grotesquely long fingers held his head down as, she, as he struggled against her ungodly strength. He tried to fight back, but the weak man's struggles were met with even more force. 
The creature upon him was determined to lap up every last breath, and I swore I could hear a twisted chuckle as it watched him cling to life. <clears throat> the screams seemed like they went on forever, but in reality it was quick. Maybe 30 seconds had passed and he was gone. When she retracted from the body, a quick shine of my phone's light revealed a broken jaw, a twisted nose, a deep bruising around the neck. The woman faced away from me, and for a moment we both just stood there in that horrible place. I tried to find my voice. I wanted nothing more than the strength to tell her that all I wanted was to go home and pretend like that night was all a nightmare. But I didn't have to. Reminiscent of the way she turned to me on that dark rainy road, she spun around and revealed not just a large smile, but a brand new face. On that greatly resem- on- oh, one that greatly resembled that of the man she had just taken from this world. Her parting words to me in his voice were, Thank you very much. Never return here. With that, she simply walked further into the decaying structure. As soon as she was out of sight, I sprinted back to my car and sped all the way home. The night I must have, that night, I must have quadruple-checked all the locks, taped the curtains down, and left a pile of makeshift, makeshift weapons by my bed. Every single dream I had for the next month consisted not just of visions of her, but of many more creatures like her. And honestly, despite it all, I still never wanted to tell anyone. I want nothing less than to be another random guy throwing a story in the sea of tall tales. I knew that anyone I told to that told this to would roll their eyes and tell me that I'm being ridiculous or that I needed to be drug tested. I'd rather just avoid the scrutiny entirely. But just last week, a man was found dead in his home, clearly suffocated, jaw and nose broken. No tips have led to anything significant. The police's only hint is a crappy video of some young man who is described as appearing featureless, being dropped off near the home. Funnily enough, just last night I saw a post on one of those community apps saying that someone in the area thought they saw the murdered man walking the streets. Turned out to just be a young man who looked remarkably similar to him. After hearing that story, I think I feel a little less crazy going public with this. To the man I enabled the death of, I'm so sorry. I thought I was doing something good, and as a result it ended in tragedy. I will never forgive myself for that. I don't know what you were going through, but you deserve so much better. And to the world at large, if you're ever in a situation where someone is trying to hitchhike with you, please keep driving. <clears throat> Solid advice. <laughs> there you go. So that was the first one. Oh, I, that's what I was guessing it was. From the fact that it was the first one that we read. This next one's called... The second one? The second one. <laughs> it's called... Don't pick up a hitchhiker, faceless hitchhiker, too. <laughs> That's called don't trust the boy. The boy. All right. Don't trust the boy. They didn't believe me. Not the couple's family after the house burned down. Not the daycare when half the kids mysteriously fell ill. And not the police when I attempted to end this, this plague with my bare hands. For perhaps the final time, I'm begging you, all of you, please believe me when I say that goddamn boy is evil. Many years ago, I had lived next to a beautiful couple. The two were happily married, well-known in the community, and had big dreams of starting a family. When the day finally arrived to present their beautiful baby boy to the world, everyone was ecstatic. For a time, I was one of those people giving them congratulations and pro proclaiming to treat that young boy as if he were part of my family. And for a time, I believed in the happiness associated with their new life. But, as many people fail to do in the face of something so perfect, I realized I was neglecting to answer some fundamental questions. Namely, when exactly was this baby born? Surely there had to have been a date or a hospital where this child had come into the world. And yet, I couldn't remember exactly when the baby arrived. 
As far as I could remember, there was no talk of the mom giving birth at the hospital or rumors of a large family gathering at his birth. No, I recalled us simply showing up to the young couple's house one day where they had a baby in hand. Did they just, like, steal a baby? They found it. <laughs> we just found, found it. it. <laughs> I just found him at the hospital. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, but home births happen. Maybe they preferred it that way. Still, there was something else bothering me. For there to be a birth, there had to be a pregnancy. The more I thought about it, the more I realized I hadn't seen the wife show any signs of pregnancy for the past nine months. And neither of them had mentioned they had a child on the way. Adoption was an option, but the couple had adamantly said for years that they wanted a child they that they gave birth to. Bella, go sit. Hey, go sit. <clears throat> um, alright. Yet, when I'd bring up these concerns to people around town, I was always met with looks of confusion. This, along with the strong belief that the young couple had indeed given birth, there was a pregnancy, and they remembered the announcement vividly. I'd encounter... Sorry, I'd counter with evidence that there were no pictures of the pregnant wife and the lack of official birth records online. But it didn't seem to matter. People were convinced. I mean, how could they not be? The baby was there. He has his eyes and her ears, they would say. It was a rainy day in October. As I'm getting ready to leave for work, the baby stares at me from the window. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just imagining a guy, like, looks out his window and the baby's just, like, sitting there with his hands on the windowsill, just like... <laughs> Sorry, okay. It was a rainy day in October. As I'm getting ready to leave for work, the baby stares at me from the window. I'm not sure how or why he was there, but the look on his eyes is one of intense focus. Admittedly, it gave me a profoundly eerie feeling. There was a deeper level of contemplation that shouldn't have been there for a kid his age. He didn't have the look of a child attempting to figure out why all these funny shapes were moving around him. No, he was far beyond that. I could see in his eyes that he was plotting. I shook it off before the drive to work, but my confusion came on strong when I arrived. The day's activities were a footnote to the unshakable dark feeling I had carried with me since that morning. I couldn't know what to expect, but my fear of something awful happening was realized when I got back. What was once a lovely family home was ablaze. Years of happiness added fuel to the roaring flames. The tears of the neighborhood were drowned out by the yells of first responders and sirens. A truly chaotic scene was unfolding before our eyes. Despite it all, the hardest-hitting moment would come long after the fires were tamed. It came in the form of a press release from the local police. The young couple was dead. Their bodies were found in each other's arms, charred beyond re recognition. The cause of death was later determined to be asphyxiation from the smoke. A miasma of sadness hung in the atmosphere for months. All of us were profoundly hurt by the tragedy and looking for answers. Why did this happen? How could this happen? But in my own sadness, I had again neglected the critical question. What happened to the baby? There was no third reported body found. No update in the news even referenced a child that was being looked for. I tried asking around, even speaking to the family of the deceased, but I got the same response every single time. What baby? Everyone I spoke to insisted that the couple never had a child, which was supposedly a significant factor in, in why this was so sad. There was apparently nothing to continue their memory, a complete 180 from the narrative just weeks prior. There was no way I had just imagined this. There definitely was a child. People did know of his existence. And now, after the family passes, there's nothing? I did some digging on social media, and even searches for pictures of the couple with the child returned nothing. 
Over time, I had convinced myself that there must have been a massive misunderstanding. However illogical my rationale, it was more comfortable to believe than the alternative. Some months pass, and one of my close friends asks if I could take their son, Raz, to the daycare because they had to be extra early for a meeting at work, and I was happy to help. The morning I had Raz checked in, a woman bumps into me at the door as I'm leaving. Before I could say anything, she was already hurriedly asking where she can register her son, Gordon, and if it was too late. I wanted to explain that I didn't know much about the daycare and that I was just dropping off my friend's kid, but I froze for a moment when I saw the young boy behind her. I had never seen this woman or her child before in my life. I almost read, I had never seen this woman or a child before. I had never seen this woman or her child before in my life, and yet I recognized that kid, or at least he looked like someone I knew. In a flash, it all came back to me. The young couple, the fire, everything. That young boy had the face of that missing baby, only aged up a couple of years. Those dark, calculating eyes penetrated deep into my psyche, and I could feel sweat starting to form on my brow. At that moment, I recognized I legitimately feared this kid. <clears throat> the woman gave me a bewildered stare as I stood silent, silently contemplating all of this. With a simple, excuse me, I moved past her out of the building. I sat in my car in disbelief of another impossibility. If that was indeed the same child, he had aged at least three years in the span of a few months. For my own sanity, I landed on the notion that the two simply looked incredibly similar and that there wasn't a real reason to stress about it. Still, deep down, I knew that wasn't the case. A couple of weeks to the day went by without anything ab abnormal happening until I got a call from my friend. They were in tears, and eventually, as I got them to calm down, I came to understand why. Half the kids in the daycare had come down with a mysterious illness. The severity of this illness resulted in some grim results for a few of the children. Raz was one of those impacted. He would eventually come to make a recovery, but there was lasting damage. As far as the daycare and medical personnel could trace it, it seemed that a kid who showed mild symptoms a couple of weeks prior was ground zero. I nearly dropped my phone at the news. I half screamed at my friend about how some new kid named Gordon was registered that day and how they were likely the root, but they understandably didn't care. Their attention was focused on Raz and asking about my own health. After talking for a bit longer, I assured them I was okay, and as soon as the conversation was over, I got into my car and sped in the direction of the daycare. I nearly busted down the door as I sprinted towards the front desk and asked if they had a kid named Gordon register anytime re recently. There was some back and forth about who I was, so I lied and said I was a relative, but that didn't get me anywhere. Apparently no new kids had registered in the past month. I argued that that was impossible because my relative had come in two weeks prior wanting to register her kid, but again I was told that no one had done such a thing. It had happened again. Somehow this child was gone from everyone's memories except mine. I went to the local police and tried to share my findings, but I was basically laughed out of the station. For another few months, all was quiet until I was driving home late one night. I stopped at a convenience store to grab some snacks, and as I'm figuring out what I want, a father walks in with his young son in hand. Instantly, I get a sense of foreboding. Before I even lay eyes on the two, I had a strong feeling of who it was. When I peeked over the row of snacks, my fears were confirmed. Also, as expected, the kid was just as aware of my presence as I was of his. It didn't even bother... I didn't even bother to get what I wanted. I simply walked out and drove home. 
The following day on the news, the top story was about a single man shot and killed just outside that same convenience store. Whoever did it didn't even take anything, just a stone-cold random murder. In the following years, I witnessed the per the precursor to multiple tragedies around the world. Sickness, violence, random fatal accidents, emotional trauma, etc. The one connecting thread was that boy. Whether in person or on social media, I'd always see his damn face first. He always remained a child, but his age varied wildly. Mostly, he took the form of a baby, sometimes three or four, maybe even as old as ten, but undoubtedly it was always him. I'd try to do my best to stop some of these events before they happened, but my efforts never mattered. There would always be a moment where something went horribly wrong. One of the scariest things about it all is that no matter whether I saw him in person or on TV, he'd always be staring at me. I could see a video of a family walking the street with their kid, and I'd catch him looking directly at the camera. It was, it was as if he knew that I was watching and wanted me to know that he was always watching me back. There was never a moment of peace. My mental health degraded heavily over this period. I was in and out of therapy, picked up a bad smoking habit, and ruined more than my fair share of relationships over what some had deemed an unhealthy and twisted obsession. It had become unbearable. One day after a dreadful night, I decided to sit at a park near my house to try and relax for the first time in a long while. For the first 10 minutes or so, I was succeeding. The cool air on my face with the birds and squirrels living peacefully brought a sense of calm. That calm, however, was quickly shattered when the familiar sense of foreboding hit me with the force of a semi-truck. Walking towards me was the boy, this time aged around six or seven with a new couple. One that deeply reminded me of the first. Flashes of the feelings I had when I first saw that fire circled through my mind. Fear, anxiety, sadness, but something new accompanied it. Absolute pure rage. I was livid that this boy was somehow responsible for so much damage. All of the lives he had ruined, and he didn't even dare to face the horrible things he's done. He just destroys it and disappears. Hoping that those damaged won't remember he was even there. But I did, and if I was the only person that was going to remember, then maybe I was the only person who could do something about it. I flicked my still-lit cigarette on the ground, got up from the bench, and began to walk towards the trio. My heart beat through my chest with every step. A million thoughts raced through my mind, and before I knew it, I was slowly raising up both hands and contorting them to perfectly fit around the boy's neck. Finally, when I was just within reach, I sprung forward and let out a visceral scream, but the only thing I came into contact with midair was a pair of knuckles cracking me against the temple. I blacked out for a moment and woke up to a man sitting on top of me. He was raining down a hailstorm of punches with a woman screaming behind him. My world went dark again, only to come back to a group of people pulling the man off of me with another holding me down in place. Watching all this chaos unfold was the young boy who had a massive smile plastered on his face, those soulless eyes lap lapping up every bit of my pain. The cops arrived shortly after that. I was charged and subsequently spent time in jail. In the police interview, I begged them to understand why what I had attempted was necessary. I laid out my case, explained the connections between multiple occurrences, and warned them that the family was in danger. The response was, as expected, disbelief. As and for their hubris, hubris, and for their hubris, that couple died in a car accident only a few days later. And even then, was I believed? No. Interestingly enough, the charges were later dropped due to quote lack of evidence. Witnesses had claimed they saw me walking out of the park when a man randomly attacked me as I tripped into him, and just like that, so easily life had gone back to normal. 
It wasn't until I was back sitting alone at home that a new realization hit me. I couldn't stop this. It did me no good to even pretend, sorry. It did me no good to even attempt to pretend like I was in control here. There's a dark force beyond my control and I, we, are mere toys to be moved around at its whim. It's not something I'm okay with, far from it, but at this point, what can I do? All I can try and do is live a good life regardless of what I know is coming, and for a solid time I did that to the best of my ability. This coincided with the lack of seeing that boy in any form. For a time, I thought I could actually say I was happy. Much in my life had gone right, and then, like a ghost from the past, he walked into my life again. This time in a form I had never seen previously. He was grown, or at least as much as I had seen him grow. He was perhaps in his late teens, but those dark, hateful eyes remained and were the unique identifiers aside from the rem remnants of a familiar face. I only saw him briefly in a crowd of people, but his presence was undeniable, much like the knot growing in my stomach was. He appeared as though he had been watching me for a while, waiting for me to make eye contact, and as soon as I did, he left. To this point, nothing bad that I know of has happened, though I get the feeling that something awful is coming. Maybe something that goes beyond a small family or one person. Perhaps something that involves all of us, I don't know, and not knowing scares me. So I write this as a direct warning. If you're, if in your life you see a child, sorry. So I write this as a direct warning. If in your life you see a child you feel is off, or if any of you notice a kid's placement in someone's world that doesn't quite fit with what makes sense, maybe you even sense an abnormal level of hate emanating from what should be an innocent kid, then remember these words, don't trust the boy. That was very good. That was very good. I, I, I got chills a good couple of times on that did one. Did you? I actually yeah. did. I enjoyed that. That was a good one. Frick yes, you guys. Halloween time. How about that? Comes around every think. year. <laughs> hey. Until next year, listeners. Oh, yeah. we're going to see him before next year. No, but not the Halloween spooky. spooky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about all that will be different in our. Gabe will be home? No. Yes. Gabe will be home, home by our home next also. Halloween special. No, he's going to be risen from the dead, remember? He died. Right. Um, October oh 19th gosh. is when he comes home. That's nuts. Our lives are going to be different. Your lives are going to be different. But I'll tell you one thing. The Birkin birds are still going to be freaking here. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>